0: Welcome to Sweeping the Country. One more time, I'm Derek Walker. My co-host, Mr.
1: Jimmy Carter. He is ready, willing, and able. Hello, Jimmy. Man, we are uh, burning up summer as quick as we can. We've passed Father's Day. We're heading toward the 4th of July. Mm, and here's favorite. the headline in the New York Times. Okay, go. Let kids get bored. It's good for them.
0: Hmm?
1: What? Said uh, the Boredom has its virtues. And it talks about your vivid memories of childhood summers, the smell of the grill, the rattle of the cicadas, and feeling bored out of your mind.
0: I thought getting bored gets you into trouble,
1: doesn't it? Idle hands of the devil's (laughs) workshop.
0: This is what I thought.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. This is the nutty. You know, they're using uh, cultural stigma attached to boredom. I don't like getting bored. If you want to know the truth, I don't either. Uh, I don't think it does me any good. I mean, I've been bored on airplanes bored out of my mind. Yeah. Uh, Particularly back in the day when they didn't have, you know, where you didn't have a computer or anything you could use, or maybe your computer battery ran out or just didn't have anything. Jimmy, so you're stuck (laughs) in a plane with no, you know, TV, no nothing. You're just sitting there with Earl from, from uh, Chillicothe, Ohio, (laughs) And maybe Bambi, you know, who's wearing too much perfume, right? Right. And the baby that won't stop crying, right? And you're you you want to climb up the ceiling? You do. And all you can do is turn yourself off and sleep. (laughs) That's all you can do.
0: There's a whole generation. You just made me go back in time. There's a whole generation that doesn't even know that there was a time when we all watched the same movie on a flight. We we all watched it. On that big screen of a DC-10. That
1: that's what you had. Yeah. And that's what, jiggly on the flight to Europe or something. Long you flight. played on the little teeny-ass screens up there. Yeah. You know, coming like where the oxygen comes down. That's right. And, uh, and that's you right. had some terrible movie, and you had to wear these things that looked like stethoscopes. Yeah, to it would hear. Go into your ears. Yeah. It yeah. came in a plastic bag right. for your protection. That's right. And,
0: <laughs> and don't forget and the it smoking sounded like section. Crap.
1: It sounded terrible. I doubt it was even stereo. It was I probably it. mono. I doubt it and, was. Uh, and yeah, do- I mean, you know, we lived back in the time when, yeah, there were jet engines, you know, but... It, uh, Barely. And and they had a smoking section, if
0: you remember, or oh, in the back yeah. of the plane, you could light up a cigarette. Like, that smoke wouldn't
1: travel throughout the entire that plane. That was insane, too. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just oh, oh god. my god, but yeah. Being bored, I just yeah. never did. You as a kid, I didn't like being bored. No, yeah, I would go out and play with the roly polies in the yard and stuff. Yeah, you know. But most of the time, I was, you know, trying to set my hair on fire or something. You know, that probably shouldn't have been doing.
0: Yeah, sure. Magnifying glass to bored some
1: them. leaves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. We did some of that. Maybe that's what they think is a group. Maybe that is. Says moderate doses. Okay, Doctor Westgate believes that moderate doses of boredom. Can offer a valuable learning opportunity. Yeah, I think okay. you don't need to be in a movie or something all the time. I yeah. totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. kids, we uh, in my family, they're made to stay off. You know, of the of the they want to. She would. I know one of them would just watch uh, some kind of pink pony thing, My Little Pony, yeah. the new version, <laughs> and, and the Trolls and all that. Would watch it continuously <laughs> if you let her. Yeah. And then she'll go back and play with the dolls and stuff you know, in her room yeah if she's not allowed to be and I think you gotta ration out this these uh, music this stimuli you know for stuff but you know I watched TV nonstop as a child. I was raised um uh, yeah. I watched every show that you could watch that there weren't that many you could watch. No there weren't uh, but I watched every one you could and I think I memorized it. Yeah but and, didn't you uh, it served me well in later years. But didn't you also go
0: outside and play? I mean, I got kids across the I street. I had to
1: go outside and play. It wasn't, yeah. you know, force me out there half naked so I could burn my back up, you know, with, <laughs> with the sun this time of year. But I just had something burned off because of whatever my parents did. Well, they in didn't those know. They leave you <laughs> outside. You know, you would play in the water in the, what are the, I call it the hose pipe, but what do you call the hose? Just the, just the hose. Garden hose. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd play in that, you know. Playing the sprinkler if you were burning up. Yeah. You know, they let you get a little water on you and let that happen. And, and the then sun uh, burn it off. And then I remember, yeah, and then as I got older, I had to cut the grass. I hated that. Yeah, that and was and a I, chore. The first thing I could ever do when I had even 10 cents extra was to pay for a yard person. Did you Because get... I hated that experience of cutting the grass so bad.
0: Did you get an allowance for doing anything? Did you get like a dollar a week or
1: 50 cents yeah, I mean, a week? I mean, I got money... I mean, I got money somehow because I went down to the uh, to Cloverland, which was a shopping a, a shopping center that had a grocery store and a drugstore and the cleaners and you know. Those so you got things. paid somehow? Basics. Do they still? I didn't get paid. I think yeah. I just was given a stipend oh. every once in a while. <laughs> Here's a dollar, you know, <laughs> or something.
0: Do they still? You got grandkids? Do they get in a I mean, now they're young. Yeah, I mean, the...
1: they're not. Well, the older ones, yeah, the. Uh, without giving too much information yeah i'm just curious the if older ones who are in their 20s yeah yeah they're still eating granddaddy up <laughs> for bucks yeah except, except <laughs> the money is I bigger <laughs> now the money is much bigger now Ooh, than it man. was to give them a dollar i would love to give them a dollar
0: <laughs> i gotta yeah, say I...
1: bored i mean yeah. did you ever go to camp
0: oh yeah i went to summer camp every year i went for a, a week or two at a time my parents would farm I us off i did too and uh, we had a blast at camp. That was not a boring you, thing. But I was I was a little bored at home. I got bored. There was not a lot to I'm, do. Huh?
1: We had no air conditioning at camp. Oh, That's gosh. The one. See, these are the memories I have of camp. That yeah. we had uh, no air conditioning. That's the first thing I can think of is being hot. I've yeah. never liked being hot. Oh yeah. I still they... don't like being hot. <laughs> and I can remember just being hotter than hell in Alabama yeah. <laughs> in the summertime, even under pine trees at three o'clock in the afternoon it was terrible. Now, yeah. sometimes they'd let us go to the gym and, you know, they had a, and they had like an airplane engine that was the air conditioner just blowing it was up in the ceiling. Some air, yeah. it was blowing hot air all over the place. It's a wonder I made it through. It a is a
0: stuff. wonder. I mean, really? hearing the horror stories about how you burned your skin in the hose playing out in the yard. Yeah. It, they burned they- the
1: skin. I didn't have any bad hose <laughs> memories. I liked the hose drinking out of the hose. We all drinking did Drinking out yeah. of <laughs> the uh, well water, uh, all oh, that stuff. Man. And I made it this far. So I must that must've been okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let the record yeah, state I just remember, you know, d- 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 We didn't have, you know, again, you didn't, I, I have these kids. It's so it's I, when I was teaching, I tried to tell them what, you know, they don't relate. This is, we've come so far just yeah. in the last, you know, few years, but I mean, you don't have to go that far back to find right. that all you had was, amplitude modulated radio am radio yeah that was all you had That's fm right. really didn't come along till uh 19, 19 uh 1973 it was that it started late? coming in a little bit yeah I it started no coming through because i worked for an am radio station in 75 in montgomery yeah and we put on a hundred thousand watt fm station in seventy six or so, and uh, that was a big deal. That all of a sudden the turn. I was on an FM college station. Yeah, but we were one of the first times uh, that you know anybody had FM. They all seemed to have it, but not many. There weren't many choices.
0: Let me ask you something end. because you've lived through the transition from AM to FM. Is it, is it similar to FM to Spotify and podcasting and Apple Music and that?
1: No, it's just we're I mean, surrounded by information now. I mean am radio was as a child fun yeah because we're coming out of am radio has been around a long time sure yeah, it was back in the 1920s i guess in 30s mm-hmm. it was around but you know the, but the one thing that's happened with am radio it got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller yeah. and the japanese with the transistor after world war ii you know, you started having very small AM radios that the, the, the Japanese, I guess, sent over here or we bought from the Japanese yeah. after the war. And just to have a little thing that was the size of a cigarette package, I think even today people know what that size is. Yeah. That was the size of an AM radio. It had a speaker in it. It had a jack for a headphone that was just one little bud, Yeah, like the equivalent of a bud that went in your ear. And then the parents would tell you to go to bed. And you would put that transistor radio under your pillow and listen to it and and dial around and listen to these distant radio station signals that were coming in at night. And, uh, you know, generations of people, you know, did that around in the 50s, certainly in the 50s. That was mostly when that took place. And, um, you know, that's where the legend of people like Wolfman Jack came. Oh, sure. Yeah. And the early days of Don Imus. Don Imus was a sh- the original shock jock. Wow, and, that's wild. In, in, in Cleveland and in other places where he was, but people listened to my earliest memories of radio. Certainly, were AM radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember what the cool thing was, and I just this is one thing about, and that was all we had was AM radio. That's all anybody had. Yeah. But I remember listening to this voice that was coming out of the out of the out of the box there playing songs you know he had all the records he had all the songs mm-hmm. we didn't have any of we had a few things yeah but you know not like he had endless supply of music and he was that that voice out there mostly most of them had good voices yeah. back then yeah and uh to hear that voice and i remember going to where they where they was doing a hamburger remote <laughs> one night at a hamburger <laughs> joint jack's hamburger on the southern bypass first time i ever saw a dj yeah and he was out there doing it, which I'm sure he was saying, "Well, this sucks." Right. I'm out here at a hamburger place <laughs> on the Southern Bypass. You right. know, come see. You at Chuck's hamburgers. That's right. Well, yeah. we saw him, and man, he was he was an ugly dude and old, <laughs> and he was not what I thought he was. You know, uh, he was. They not never that, are.
0: They never he are. Was, yeah. He
1: was not that person that I had. You know, was that golden voice on the radio? Mm-hmm. He wasn't that person. And I remember that went on for a while. I got kind of over that and used to that. Yeah. And it's just a, the radio the had was such it was so much it was your it was your escape pod. It's so to funny. The world. You just what
0: you just described because I just went. I just went, I don't know, Friday maybe uh mm-hmm. of last week. I went to a remote. I didn't intend to go out to a remote. I went to have breakfast. And I walked into the restaurant and there were two guys sitting there. I will not name the station. And they were sitting there, and they had their little banner around the table, and they had their food all out, and they were broadcasting live for four hours. Four hours at breakfast. That's a long remote, right? And these guys, they didn't even have the station uh, logo sweatshirt on or anything. They had shorts and a sweatshirt and just, I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. And I had listened to this couple of guys before, and when I walked in, I thought, ah, who are these guys? And then when I saw the call letters I thought, "Oh my god, no, I know no, I know who guys. they are." Yeah, but they were nothing like I nothing like I I thought. I would this is a terrible thing to say. I'm just going to say
1: it. they're going to get mad
0: at me. I thought they were two homeless guys getting some free coffee.
1: <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, you know, <laughs> I just remember all these guys, these radio gods, they were so far away listening to them. Yeah. And I just wanted to I remember the ones in high school, then we listened to nighttime radio is different than daytime AM radio stations get out at the most seventy-five miles, and in the west, yeah. maybe a hundred with the flat. Yeah. But in the FM radio stations, don't even get out that far generally. Sure, sure. to get out about that far. But AM radio stations at night can get out thousand miles, really, and frequently did. What 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 is yeah. it that makes them able to do that? It's just it's- how the the how AM radio is designed. Okay. It, the way that the signal goes bounces off gotcha, the ionosphere or whatever it's bouncing off of mm-hmm. up, up there and getting back down. And, uh, anyway, however it gets it, but you can get it from a long way at night. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that's how people listen to the Opry. Yeah. They listen to it in the Eastern part of the country. Uh, they listen to WLS in Chicago. They listened to all these different stations that were up and down the Eastern seaboard, like W, uh, WBZ in Boston. Mm-hmm. They listened to, And then on the West coast, they were listening to KFI in Los Angeles, KSL in Salt Lake, KOA in Denver, all those uh, stations like that. And they brought, they were here all over the different States. And then if you were in Texas, sometimes you heard stations from Mexico. Oh, wow. But but it was just, it was theater. It was like, it was like, it was an example of nighttime AM radio listening was like when you first got cable television when it had more than just the tv stations Mm -hmm. when it had other things on there yeah you know like 48 channels remember when they were big 48 60 channels or whatever it was still 60 channels of crap in the days of of am radio you actually had something kind of cool there were people doing talk yeah you know out of st louis i remember listening to uh to one of the stations in in st louis and i remember listening to a wbbm in chicago they did all news and that was at at 88 was was wcbs new york 89 was wls chicago you know i mean w-o-w-o out of fort wayne indiana all these different things and it was so cool to listen it was my version of being able to have you know, like satellite radio or something, yeah, 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 or maybe more like the internet, really, yeah. Because internet, you can listen to all over the place, and you could at night, you could yeah. listen, particularly in the south. That's why we could listen to a lot of places, and and uh, it was just cool. And being bored, it back to the original thought here, yeah, of uh, people being bored, you know, and kids are all going to camp now. Every week is a different camp, yeah, because some cases they need them for daycare. So I get that. Oh, that was why I went. in some yeah. cases they're worried about Junior or Ju or Juliet just getting bored. Yeah. And uh yeah, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can have I can, you can go back now and have either good or bad memories of being bored in the yeah. summertime.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I mean, I I remember being out of school and and at first it was fun because everybody was out and you got to play with all the kids, you know, down the street and in the cul-de-sac and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And then, as the summer went on, some people went away, and sometimes you got to where you were the only one on the street. And that got a little boring for me. But I remember going to camp and having a good old time, going to cowboy camp or going. We did different ones. We, we got to go to different yeah, types we did of different, camp.
1: Yeah, we did, I didn't do that many camps. We did kind of all-around camp. Yeah, you know, we we didn't overdo it in my house for that for whatever yeah. reason. I think it was maybe they thought answer. I wasn't a camper in the first place, which they were probably right. <laughs> do you camp uh, now? No, <laughs> no, you and, do not. Uh, no, no, I don't. I I've, the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills, I yeah. would. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, that's my <laughs> Blamping, camping. I've yeah. always again. I don't want to get hot. I don't want to get the bugs. <laughs> right. I don't want. Uh, I I remember I used to camp outside. I did a lot when we were kids. We didn't care as and kids. I remember or... Ben and I would. I mean, I remember going to bed in a sleeping bag and then waking up with dew all over you, you know, yeah like, right like the world had peed on you <laughs> during the night and that i didn't like that had,
0: yeah much.
1: i didn't like that particularly no, we were but, all
0: we all had that
1: a but i important. didn't care about sun up see now i kind of like the morning i don't i yeah. was all about nighttime back in those days i was all yeah. about you know middle of the night nighttime even as a even in my 20s going to bed at at two was not shockingly unusual, right? Because they had to close the bars down then. You know, just right at twenty one when you're out there. Oh yeah, you know, you know trying to pick up, do whatever oh, you were trying to you do. Were, you know Back what you were trying to do. Days. I know what you were trying to do. We know. But anyway, it was it was a uh, it was like hunting hunting in a bear forest. Yes, but, but it was. But I was reading <laughs> this story here, and I don't. I mean, I personally don't know how this could ever happen, but. I've you know you walk a mile in someone's shoes, sure. And we can't walk a mile in everybody's shoes. That's and, right. Uh, this happens to be divorced moms of three, divorced uh, mother of one. It seems like that's the one thing they have in common is they're single, single okay. moms in yeah. their forties, thirties. The Secret Service is involved with this now. It's called pig butchering. What? What? It's a scam. Okay. Uh, Rebecca Holloway lost $100,000 to a cruel romance scam dubbed pig butchering. Third victim to come forward in recent months about the cruel uh, risk. What has happened is this woman was coming out of a messy second marriage when she was swindled out of more than $100,000 by fraudsters Hmm. posing, in this case, as a French entrepreneur named Fred. Okay. Well, Fred was hooked up to her via Tinder okay now i don't i remember i have gone on tinder before yeah uh, years ago not that many years ago but just i just couldn't get anything out of it I, yeah yeah yeah. it was weird to me how you were swishing to the left and switching to the right and it, as some as a dating thing i didn't i didn't uh that didn't it didn't work for yeah. me yeah yeah sure uh i did do some match.com years ago and it worked yeah it worked sort of worked but not tinder but these women are finding fred the entrepreneur on tinder okay and uh he fattened up the scam the person with a fake romantic relationship oh that's nice before he butchered them so what they do is they get them you know they they talk for a while yeah however long a while is and then Cause he's saying lovey-dovey stuff and just being interested in her and yeah. and all this stuff, you know, and then, uh, going slow, going slow, let building trust mm-hmm. and then uh, eventually comes up. What do you do? So I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm involved in this case with crypto. Oh, boy. So showed how he did it. He said, okay, if you want to participate, you know, you can start this off, you know, with, you know, and I'll guarantee do whatever he, however, he got her to do it. She did like a thousand. And, or maybe even did a hundred first. I don't know. So a little bit of money, did not slow, a ton of money. Yeah. And, you know, did a hundred, did a thousand, got back immediately, like 168 and took it in the next day. Ooh. And did, and was reaping, you know, making 10% on her money. That's a lot. pretty good. Yeah. And so, yeah, she was, so, but eventually she lost, uh, one of them lost uh 450,000. The other lost 80,000.
0: Half a million uh, dollars. Over is... a
1: half a million dollars to <sighs> scammers. Uh, the Secret Service is after these people, but I don't know where they're supposed to be from or anything. But uh, yeah, just, I mean, I don't know.
0: I don't. You know, somebody told me a long time ago: don't ever loan anybody money unless you don't want it back.
1: And I feel she like said that's for a thousand dollars. She believed was a real cryptocurrency platform. Oh, so the she thought she was investing. two were modeled off legitimate sites. But with mm. slightly different URLs, Oh man, just slightly different, because that's how you fall for some of this stuff. Sometimes it looks like the real deal. Yeah, I got one not long ago that looked like a legitimate something that I was doing. Yeah, and it was just, just a hair off. And I'm always getting these emails from people <clears throat> that want to do business with me and my YouTube site. Yeah, but then when I go up there and get the URL, if something's it's wrong. It's not a dot .com or something. It's a, it's some long thing. That means it's coming from Russia or somewhere, NZ or New Zealand or somewhere like that. And then that may even not be that, but it just says single women approaching middle age are so vulnerable. That's what Secret Service says. Well, I'll tell you anyway. Don't be doing that, you know. And just, golly, these dating sites—they can be good, Mm -hmm. but if you don't know what you're doing, they can uh, be bad. They can be—they can be very bad.
0: So I got to tell you, you, you—you brought this up and. This happened to my wife. I don't know. It's been a month now. She called me at work, and she said she got a call from the sheriff's department. And I this said, "The
1: AI thing?
0: No, this Where was just
1: making a voice. Okay.
0: No, no, this was a, a guy who called her, and he said there was a warrant out for her arrest.
1: No.
0: And uh, she said, 'I I don't know anything about it.' And she he gave he gave our address, but it was our old address, not our new one. And he said that they had uh, all these officers in this one county. He named them by name. He had the whole list of who, who was the lieutenant and who was the. Because she went and looked online, and he said, "You're going to need to pay this. Call me back. Get your and pay this bill." And she said, "Well, I'll just go to the I'll just go to the sheriff's office and pay it. How about that?" And they said, "No, uh, that they they want to take it over the phone. So just give her a call back. They don't have in person visit. Just call back and transfer the money and." So she called me and she knew it was a scam, but they don't just attack the internet. They attack you any way they can. I mean, you get it in the mail, the snail mail, you get it in your email, you get it on the phone. You know, everybody's accessible now. We're carrying our computer with us everywhere we go.
1: Oh, these slickers. Know. I mean, they got you know, they've just it's crazy. And that's yeah. why it's why most people don't even answer the phone. I don't, unless they know the the number. Yeah. And in some cases, and it, sometimes you miss important calls. You do because yeah. of that. You do, and uh, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know, it's just shameful. You know, I just, I guess there's just not, not enough, uh, not enough cops around. I guess to put people in jail. I don't know. Yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. And then people that have, you know, I, I, I've said that before that almost everybody I know who has a lot of money is a little bit crazy.
0: Yeah, sure, I'll go with um, that.
1: They just they are. Now, I don't know how this story is going to work out, and it's going to resolve itself, but I'm just looking at it on the first day. Yeah. And this is the story about the people that were in the submersible uh, oh, craft missing. that went down to look at the Titanic, oh. and they've been missing. And there's no way this can have a happy ending here.
0: There's no way. No yeah, way. No
1: But way. would you ever get into a craft? Are like he, that in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean to do anything down there? I don't think so. I would so. never do that. I don't think so. And no. that
0: When you posted that story, I saw it on your Facebook page when you first posted that, and I went into this deep thought about that. I thought there's five people, and this is horrible what I'm going to say, but there's five people that got to a certain point in that trip somewhere, a thousand feet down, however far down they were, where something didn't operate correctly, and they all knew yeah. that it was over. Right? I mean, they had to know, right, Jimmy? I mean, there's nothing they can do. Oh, right. You know, no. what a and horrible thing. And they got 96 thing.
1: hours of air. And uh, and that's if it didn't decompress in the first place. Right. How deep you know are And yeah. leak and, and drown or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It's Ugh. just, you. I just would never do anything like that. I no. mean, But I think these people, one of them's a billionaire or something. They're yeah. just bored. That's Ooh, back, back wow. to boredom again. The reason Oof. that they did this in some cases where they were bored with their lives and this is how they make their, their life. Uh, oh. you know, that's how they get a rush at this point in life is doing something like,
0: that. yeah, maybe so. I mean, talk about full circle on that part. But see, I
1: don't do any of that crazy stuff and I never did. Maybe that's how I've lived this long, maybe, but I didn't do, I mean, I did. I don't know. There's a lot of crazy stuff you can do.
0: Well, they say men don't you know, live I mean, as long crazy
1: they... stuff. I would never go yeah. out with, uh, you know, out of the places where you've gone in the backwoods and stuff, yeah, where the moose is can <laughs> right. steal me in the middle of the night or the yeah. Yeah. bobcats or the mountain lions or the rattlesnakes or yeah. anything like that. It's just too much too much going on out there. Yeah, too but mean, you took be- a
0: lot of risks as a as a younger guy. I mean, you were in the fire department pretty much. Yeah, I, I did mean, I on.
1: did fire stuff. I ran into burning buildings. Yeah, that's, that. pretty yes, I did. that's pretty risky. That's pretty risky, yeah. I guess I saw it as a higher calling or something. Yeah, I wasn't no, doing that's true. I wasn't doing it for thrill. Okay, fair. Yeah, I was doing fair. it because I think I was helping somebody. Yeah. And yeah, I did a lot of things when I was twenty five yeah. that I you know, that I and I did help people. And I did risk my life doing it. Yeah. And I did love that bus. And as a reporter I mean, you can't do it now because they never let you do it. Yeah. That's but, true. you know, it was the last of the days that I could do it. Yeah. You know, I was looking at this picture where I jumped off a building into an area. I saw
0: that. I thought, you know,
1: and how old that were was you? crazy.
0: How old were you? Because oh, I, I was
1: a, it was in, that was in the uh, 30s, 40s. Mid 80s. So I was, let's see. 30 34 35
0: yeah i don't know yeah i think i would have done it till i turned 40
1: and then i would have quit doing that crap i just would yeah, never pretty much by 40 i was through with jumping what out if of you buildings
0: landed wrong on that airbag you could have still broke your well, neck no,
1: you, you could not land you had to you had to throw your feet out which is very unnatural when you're jumping off of a building with yeah you know <laughs> and you got to get you got to land on your butt
0: yeah. They, yeah, yeah
1: they don't even do that in fire training anymore i understand too dangerous uh, because too dangerous. Yeah, because you can't land straight up or to push your knees into your sternum or So, so for people that you don't know, only, you you got to throw out there and throw your butt out so, to land in one of those big airbags that are only good for how many five jumps? or six stories or something. So so a cup
0: for people that don't know, go to go to Jimmy Carter's uh, Facebook page and you'll see the picture that he. You're not quite on the pad. You're in the air in the picture. I'm in the air.
1: Uh, but well, how? My i am doing great form. Oh, it looks
0: fantastic! It looks like you're going to sit down right on this airbag. But that's like a stuntman airbag. That's one of those like yeah, Hollywood stuff. It is. How high Fire were you?
1: Stuntman. Well, third or fourth floor of the building. So thirty to the stunt, fifty feet. The bag feet? goes up almost two floors. Yeah. It seemed like I was on top of. I mean, it seemed like a lot farther than it was. It always does when right. you're on the top. Yeah. When you're on the top, looking Man. down to jump off or something. I, I just, don't
0: know that I would have done that.
1: No, most people wouldn't have done it. But yeah. most people wouldn't done it a lot of time. I just didn't maybe that, I don't know what I was doing. See, I wasn't bored though. I was doing it yeah because it was for television. Yeah. It was for TV. That's what that was for. Yeah. It wasn't just to do it. I did it on live television. Yeah.
0: So that was a different deal. So I think maybe you are right. I mean I think these people that have a lot of money, you get to a certain point and you have to I mean you got the money, you can do anything. Go for it, right? Get a little thrill and out of it. There's
1: places I do not want to go now.
0: Yeah, you know, and that's why
1: I've told people about, you know, so i picked on Mexico, but that's as good a place as any where people go now and they take too many chances down there. You know, it's it's fine. Probably the safest one is Cabo. Yeah. But it's commercial. If yeah. You got to pick one. But just, I don't want to go anywhere where somebody can't, you know, where someone doesn't want to come get me. Right. You know, whether <laughs> right. it's out in the middle of. Right. Or they can you know, or something with right. $5 bills attached to my head. I'm just not going to go do stuff like that. Right. It, I never was like that. Didn't want yeah. to
0: do that. I mean, that's going back to that whole boredom thing. Mm-hmm. Moderate boredom may be okay, but if you're bored all the time, you're going to get into trouble.
1: And, Is you that- know, the great thing about being this, you know, being bored, I watched a lot of movies and now you, I just wasted my time with one. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> it was eight or nine hours long. What was it? It was called. It was on Apple Plus. It was called Invasion. Oh, I have not. Now that that. I got to the end of it, I still don't know what it is that I saw, and it was one of those alien movies where they're taking forever to see the alien. Well, then even when they, I just, I'm, I missed the point of the film. Well, I'm not watching it, but because I missed the whole point of it, and I'm sure there was a point. Oh,
0: you got us with the diplomat. We finished it we watched you the, like that oh it's great and there's gonna be another yeah, that season was really good oh man. there will
1: be a season two of that with Kerry russell that was good and that's on uh netflix i think i think
0: so yeah great
1: stuff and then uh, i still haven't seen night agent that's
0: you gotta the watch one. that it's it's along yeah, the that's same the next
1: line. one i'm gonna go see yeah just and, good uh, stuff some people are watching manifest and different things you know different yeah. strokes for different folks but yeah no I boredom like you know i remember i used to have to color yeah
0: we colored a lot <laughs>
1: and i remember did, that me and yeah. my pals we used to do we played a lot of board games yeah yeah we did too because again we didn't have all this fancy schmancy stuff
0: we played a terrible there. game called hangman remember playing that i remember we that in church yeah that was hangman <laughs>
1: that was <laughs> probably awful game. Been paying attention but i remember playing that <laughs> in church at least hangman. you were in church that was good um <laughs> uh, but I played Monopoly and Sorry and Risk and Life. Boy, I haven't
0: played a board game for a long. I mean, I think the last board game I played was Scrabble with my wife.
1: I played Candyland. Oh yeah, with, with the kids, my five-year-old granddaughter, and I won, and she was so mad. You she stomped can't win. Off you to her room. I am the king of Candyland, <laughs> and I tell her she won't play it. I asked her yesterday, that the Father's Day, I said, yeah. "You want to play Candyland?" She said, "No." <laughs> and I went, "Why? Because you're afraid I'm win?" Yep. <laughs> She I thinks I said, you're unbeatable. I, the, I said, I am the king of Candyland.
0: <laughs> well, next time I am in the area, you and I are going to go head-to-head and play some Candyland. Candy oh, yeah, let's oh, go. Yeah, we'll Bring let, it yeah, on. We'll let her right? watch
1: me. She liked that. <laughs> All right, good Oh, enough. by the way, uh, <laughs> yeah. a podcast. Yes. I listened to for the first time ooh, uh, recently, and I've got – he's a hitter. I don't like him always. Yeah, Go. But sometimes I do, but he'll disappoint me as soon as I start to like him. And that's Bill Maher. <laughs>
0: okay. But he's
1: Bill all... Maher has a podcast that I, I don't know if it's new or not. Yeah. It's called Club Random. Okay. With Bill Maher. All right. And I listened to the Dr. Phil episode. And and it was it was great. I okay. really enjoyed it. Okay. And, uh, you know, it, it was just two of the boys talking. I understand that Brad Paisley is on one that came out maybe today. And uh, there's a Bill Shatner episode and Richard Dreyfuss episode. Oh, my I can God.
0: Hear. Oh, my so, God. They'll sound great. They'll sound so, great.
1: And I think we ought to
0: drag those same exact people over to this podcast and get them on the podcast. I think that would be a lot of fun. We can have them you know, all that's one that's another
1: time. thing, too. All these people that are well-known, yeah. they're all getting driven crazy crazy because everybody has a podcast that's true that's why i almost wouldn't bring them over here because we're different for better or for worse <laughs> but all these famous people are people are equally famous saying i need for you to do our podcast yeah that is
0: true that. everybody and so it's
1: so they have to burn a lot of their time doing podcasts yeah, that's where there's true. you know little or no listeners that is true
0: again. that is true i mean that is one thing when podcasting took off everybody that had a microphone was a was alive. you know Right, a right. host, and uh, so yeah, maybe that's the allure of you it. know. There's
1: a lot of good stuff out there. I didn't even know about Bill Maher. A lot of it's good stuff out there. Yeah. that you just don't know is there.
0: Well, I just saw. You I know, just saw uh, talking about other podcasts. I just saw the the uh, Meghan Markle and what's his
1: face podcast. Yeah, they that they got movie, canceled. Was a Spotify podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, they did she, like what she may have done is taken like interviews with somebody. Yeah, and then just used them and have them line up five sound bites. With it, where it's nobody talking, just the answer. Yes. Yeah, then she horrible. comes up with, "Could you tell me about your favorite movie?" It was one oh. of those. Yeah, it was crazy. Did you ever have a dog? It, you know, it was awful. They would answer. So if she did that, that's really bad. It Hopefully, is. she did not do that. Well, that's but, like copying somebody's paper. Those were, I'll tell you what, though, oh. those were very
0: popular in radio. Toward the end of my radio tenure, we would get a script from oh yeah from they, the been around movie uh,
1: movie Whoa. studios would do that occasionally put a bite and expect you to put your face on it here and say yeah this movie is one of your favorites isn't it exactly yes, charlie they yeah. didn't say yes charlie they just say they just answered. they
0: were generic they were generic responses yeah this movie uh we got going in the 70s and blah 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 and then you would say something else about it. Is this really a comedy or a drama oh, this movie's a drama, and they
1: were canned right, and questions. so you put it in there.
0: Yeah, wild stuff. We never would do them. I would never do them. I would just say, forget it. If they don't want to come on, forget well,
1: it. Well, I would actually provide that type of material. Did you? Uh, there was a countdown show years ago with a famous New York disc jockey. Yeah. And I would provide my interviews, and they'd cut them up where he would just introduce, you know, he's here. This is William Shatner. The latest edition of Captain Kirk. And then he talks. And he starts talking. Blah, 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 blah. And then, and then comes back on. And Shatner, well, he is one of a kind. Yes, I am one of a kind. So oh,
0: my kind. gosh. Yeah, that was. That's, then that would be it. So I you don't didn't think know people he wasn't know. not doing the
1: interviews. Yeah. But he just. Uh, yeah. yeah. For <laughs> you,
0: for you and me, I mean, we're, we've are we been doing this a while. We would know. But for the average public, yeah. I don't no, think. They don't know. Know. You would know. You would know. Well, that's another great episode on Sweeping the Country. You know you can catch us here all the time. Spotify, Amazon, Google. Where else, Jimmy? Apple, YouTube. it's
1: hard to figure out on YouTube, yeah.
0: Yeah, anywhere uh, you can get your podcasts. Until next week, when we join you one more time, I'm Derek Walker. He is... I'm Jimmy Carter. I'm bored. Good day. Good day.